I'm Jenny Townsend with the Stroke It Podcast. This podcast is for individuals that are kicking off their career, newly married, or experiencing that midlife crisis. Stroking It can enhance every relationship in your life. You're going to learn about love languages and great stroking tactics and tips, and we're going to provide a lot of resources. So let's get to Stroking It. Hello, Jenny Townsend here with the Stroke It Podcast. Excited to be with you this morning. This quickie episode is all about booking the trip. My goal is to encourage you to eliminate any barriers you may have and book the trip, the dream vacation, check something off that bucket list you may have. I am fresh back from Italy. My husband and I just celebrated 10 years of marriage in Italy where we spent 14 days And if you've been following the journey, you know that it's quite the milestone for my husband and I. And secondly, if you follow me on social, you may have seen some of the beautiful photos, all of the wine and the cheese and all the adventures that we went on. It was just an amazing trip. It was so amazing. And part of the reason why it was so amazing is it was very elevated. We flew over there. We had someone pick us up. We had a driver, a translator, and we had 90% in the trip completely planned for us. Both of us work full time. I'm going to cover some of the stuff that we've got going on. So when it came to planning the trip, we knew that we wanted to do it actually ever since we got married. We knew we were going to go back to Italy and we were going to go and have lunch at a place we had lunch on our honeymoon. And we knew a couple years ago we needed to make some changes so that we could afford to do that trip. So I'm going to share a little bit about that today because I think that a lot of times it's just the obstacles or the fear or the unknown that prevents people from booking the trip, taking the plunge, maybe taking action. And I'm going to be catering this towards my trip, but this action could be maybe quitting your job, maybe launching your own company. Maybe changing something about your life that maybe you have been afraid to do. So when we were talking about doing this trip, we had to sit down and create a plan. And the plan was what time frame? Obviously, we wanted to go around the time of our anniversary. Uh, The guy that we were talking to that was going to end up planning our trip did group tours, but they weren't offered at the same time that we wanted to go. So we knew that the time frame had to match our time frame. And then we had to develop a savings plan that would allow us to afford the trip, but at the level that we wanted to experience it. So we really made that trip our priority when we were having conversations over the past few years. And um, for those that do know me, know my own, I own my own company and I love what I do, but I I've been able to kind of work myself out of a job and I started playing tennis and I started doing some other things and I was surrounding myself by individuals that were super successful because I wanted to elevate myself. So I knew I had to elevate my circle. Well, when I did that, it came with people with more money, which drove nicer cars. And then I'm part of the country club. So I wanted to buy a new car. I wanted to buy a new car because I've been always wanting to buy my 65 Mustang. And I plan on buying it for my 40th birthday, which was like a year and a half, almost two years ago. And then I wanted to buy an Audi and I wanted to, you know, buy this and I wanted to buy that because there was a sense of like keeping up with the Jones or 
you know, you own your own company and you're successful. You should have this nice car to showcase your status. And my husband did a really great job of keeping me in check. And he, so I did not buy that car. I did not buy the Mustang, did not buy the Audi. And I continue driving my car that is paid off. It's a Honda CRV, which is a great car. There's nothing wrong with my car. I love my car. I just wanted something new. But a lot of times that newness wears off, but that payment doesn't. So my CRV payment was roughly around like 300 bucks. So like two years ago, if I would have increased my car payment to like five or 600 bucks, that would have been all money that would have been going towards interest in a car and not to the experience that I had when I went to Italy. So I want to encourage you to like think about your priorities and the purchases. And it can be really challenging when you're thinking about society and you're wanting to have this certain persona or, you know, I'm at the country club now. So it's like all these women are driving really nice cars or they're not working and they're still driving nice cars. So there was a thought process too, where it's like, well, I'm working. I should get this since I'm working. So um, first and foremost, when you're developing your budget, you know, think of where you can cut money or where you cannot see where you cannot spend in the future. And fuck the Jones. You don't need to have that. At the end of the day, everything that you save now is going to go towards your future, whether it's the trip, whether it's buying a house and getting the pool, getting upgrades that maybe the house doesn't have. So keep that in mind too. We also, um, not only did we not make big purchases, we also divided or developed a savings plan. So a percentage of every single paycheck for the past two years was going into a savings account towards our trip. So you may have a savings account. That's great. Uh, I encourage all my staff to have a savings account and to have a certain percentage of their paycheck automatically deducted from their paycheck directly into that savings account. You don't see it. You don't need it. And what's great too is like if you were to get a raise, that raise should automatically go into that savings account. You've been living without it, deal without it, especially if you want to go and take an amazing vacation or launch a business. So not only did we decide like, okay, what's the savings plan? We also started side hustles. We bought another business. We took the money from our house, which might have been the right decision, may not have been the right decision. Uh, we sold our house in 2019 when we were going to get possibly divorced. When we were going through our marriage debacle. And then COVID happened. And we both made really bad real estate purchases in our 20s when the last crash had happened. So we didn't want to make that same mistake. So we're like, nope, we're not buying. Nope, we're not buying. And here we are several years later and the prices are just as high as our interest rates. So in the hindsight, maybe we should have bought a house back then because then we could have taken some equity out to buy a business, um, but we didn't. We used that money to buy another business. And that business, the majority of the funds made from that business were a contributing factor towards our trip as well. So um, I'm doing some consulting. My husband's doing some other things. So think about what value or skill sets that you have to have that you have that other people need and want. So if you're really great at details or proofreading or accounting, think of creating an Upwork account and maybe doing three to five hours on the side. 
I think you can find that time if you're not scrolling on Facebook or you're not doing other things that maybe aren't contributing to the larger goal or towards this bucket list trip. I also think picking a word for the year can be super, super helpful. So last year, my word was discipline. So when I wanted to buy the car, I had to have discipline. When I wanted to go out to dinner, I had to have discipline. I eliminated Starbucks. I started packing my lunches. We started going out to eat less. So we started shopping in bulk and doing more food prep than we had. So all of that basically goes down to the bottom line. So I think it's really, really important that if you do have a sense of want or need, really identifying how is that going to serve your life now and how is it going to serve you in the future. And making those decisions can be super, super hard because we all want what we what we want, but we don't always need it. And so one thing I've learned from my husband is that not only do we need to live beyond, below our means, but also like you don't need to have everything that you, you don't have to get everything you want. Sometimes it's just materialistic things. Sometimes it's just a waste of money and you can use that money for a better future. Another reason why we're able to do this trip is we don't have children. So if you don't have children, definitely be, should be traveling. Um, maybe you are contemplating having children. I would really dive deep into that. Do you really want to have children? Are you having children because it's somebody else's agenda? Are you feeling pressured to have children because that's what society tells you to do? You do not have to have children. And given everything that's happening in this world, it may be a smart decision not to have children. So my husband and I are able to enjoy a lot of things on a regular basis because we don't have that expense. We don't have the stress. We don't have the expense. And we're not saving for future college degrees. So that's something else to consider as well. I know there's a lot of pressure for people to have children, but you don't need to have children to be happy. You don't need to have children contribute to this world. You don't need to have children to create a legacy. You can do all those things with just yourself or your spouse with a lot of the money that you're going to make, a lot of money that you're going to save. You can contribute that to individuals in the future. We fund kids to go to summer camp. We make contributions in other ways. We do a lot for our nieces and nephews. And we're able to still care and love and nurture for others, but we don't have that daily expense or that weekly expense as well. So if that's something you're teetering with and you want to talk more about, I'm happy to jump on a call with you and talk about all the pros and cons. Um, as of right now, we don't have any regrets of not having children. Maybe one day we will, but, you know, we have surrounded ourselves with a lot of other individuals that don't have children. And we're kind of all in the same space where it's like we're really grateful. We get to have really great relationships with our spouses. We get to travel. We have freedom. And we're really just enjoying life to the fullest on our time and on our schedule, not somebody else. And not very many people are depending on us other than our teams, which we both love to work. So we're fueled by creating opportunities for our team members. So I think a lot of times what a lot of it boils down to also is people not booking that trip or not making that leap is because of fear. 
or because of a variety of different excuses. So I want to encourage you to eliminate some of those excuses so you can get down to why you want to travel or why you want to book that trip and then make that happen. Some of the benefits of our trip is that, number one, we got to experience just culture. We got to travel a great country. We got to eat. We got to drink a lot. We just were able to, you know, detach from our day-to-day lives. And we were able to reconnect and fall even more in love than we were before. And now we have all of these great memories. And we just, just, I can't even explain the amount of just time and connection. And we spent years of our marriage just saving money, not traveling, not doing anything, because we're like, we have to keep the money. And that's part of the reason why I think our marriage broke, because we didn't make time for ourselves to be intimate, to be connected, and to recharge together. So if you are married and you are maybe struggling in your marriage, a trip could be just what you need. It really releases like all responsibilities. And another thing I would encourage you to do is have someone plan the entire trip for you. We didn't have to make any decisions. Like literally they picked us up every day. They took us where we were going. They told us what we were eating for the most part. So it eliminated that stress. Um, My husband and I are very opposite. I'll want a cheeseburger. He'll want Italian. I'll think the sky is purple. He'll think the sky is yellow. We do not agree on very many things. So the fact that someone already made all those decisions for us was absolutely amazing. So I would say make the trip a priority. Uh, Three excuses I think a lot of us need to overcome or eliminate in order to book that trip um, are time, money, and responsibilities. And so I kind of want to break those down a little bit. So when it comes to time, there's never going to be a perfect time to take a whole week off of work. Sorry, I had to grab some coffee. So find time that works best for your work life and for your home life. So for me, we do programming August through May. And Memorial Day weekend is our anniversary. So it always happens to land, obviously, right after all of our program and before our summer programming. And so there's a four-day work week, number one, because you're already getting one day off. And then the other week is really, there's graduation parties. There's lots of reasons why people cancel their lessons. So those two weeks are the best week for me to travel. Not necessarily for my husband, but he can never find a good time to travel. So I get to take priority. So we know that as far as our business, that there's not going to be a a lot of stress and my team's going to be able to handle the bulk of the work. Also, we have coverage during that time frame for our other businesses. So that's super, super helpful too, knowing that I can get away and all of my other work is delegated or handled. So I think it's important to kind of review your schedule If you have kids, what's the best schedule for them? Knowing that in a perfect world, it's not going to always work out, but you just have to figure out a good time. Maybe another great week is 4th of July week. Usually 4th of July is on a Wednesday or Tuesday. It's in the middle of the week. That's a great week to take off. Now, you are going to pay a little bit more, just like we pay a little bit more for Memorial Day weekend, 
However, it's a good week where there's a lot of people off and not a lot of action happens. So that's when we travel. Another time that's super expensive is between Christmas and New Year's. But once again, not a lot of things are happening. So if things fall through the cracks, you're more than likely able to fix those things, recover, and deal with whatever the backlash is. So finding the time can be hard, but you can do it. Money is another obstacle and sometimes it's an excuse. So create a savings plan, find a side hustle to fund it. And responsibility, this is a huge one. It's really hard probably for you to think about having your parents take care of your children or leaving them with their aunt and uncle or a friend. Like there's no way anybody can take care of your child as good as you. Yes, okay, we get it. However, in times like this, you may want to consider giving somebody the opportunity to prove you wrong or to take a good, you know, chance at it. At the end of the day, your child, I'm sure, will be alive when you get back. Maybe they didn't follow the sleep pattern that they're supposed to. Maybe they gave them ice cream a little too late. Maybe they're going to miss their music lesson or, you know, their dance lesson. But at the end of the day, Individuals that have children are more than capable of taking care of your children. And your parents did raise you, so give them a chance. It's a great opportunity for your kids to get to know their grandparents or their aunt and uncles. And people, we are capable of doing it. Give us the opportunity to take care of your kids so you can leave and get out of town. Also, if you're dealing with work, this is a great time to develop that training manual, to delegate to your team members, and to really give individuals the opportunity to rise up. A lot of times we, as leaders and managers, prevent people from actually producing and really shining. So allow them that chance to shine, allow them that chance to fail and to learn from the mistakes and to grow. I mean, essentially you could be delegating half your workload, which would allow you to make room for maybe some projects maybe your executive team wants you to take on or maybe you won't be as stressed at work because you won't be carrying the burden of all of the work so utilize your team and your support group and your family and delegate some of your responsibilities so you can take the trip of a lifetime so by eliminating time money and responsibility you should be able to book that trip so my question is where are you going to go next I hope this was helpful for you. I look forward to hearing where you're going to be going. Feel free to message me. And if you think someone needs a bit of inspiration or encouragement, go ahead and forward them this podcast. Thanks for stroking it with me this morning. Make sure to check out my Tuesdays, which are the quickies. They're less than 20 minutes and offer great, valuable information. For additional tips and tools and great resources, make sure to follow the Stroke It Guide on Facebook and Instagram. Have a great day stroking it.